Welcome to Weekend in Drama Land, the official podcast of It Started with a KDrama.com. We are dedicated Asian drama lovers that are ready to spread our wings and bring our love for dramas to a whole new media platform. Together, we watch a blend of Korean, Chinese, Taiwanese, Japanese, and Thai dramas. On occasion, Filipino dramas as well. As best friends in real life, it's only fitting that we get to share our love for crazy tropes, chocolate abs, killer OSTs, and so much more with all of you. So sit back, relax, close your eyes, and let us guide you through the world of all things Asian dramas. I'm your host, Andrea. And I'm your co-host, this week's... Um, episode is going to be about the December 2018 Korean dramas that are just starting this month. I know it's been a while since we've done anything. It's been chaotic. I don't have internet at home. So I've been using Andrea's Wi-Fi off of her phone. So it's been a little ouchy, but we'll work on it. Okay, okay. So we will begin with Encounter. It is currently airing on Vicky. Two episodes are currently available and are 100% subbed in English. The plot is Cha Su Hyun, played by Song Hyai Kyo, is the daughter of a powerful political family. She recently divorced her wealthy husband from an arranged marriage. Tired of living life guided by others, she decides to travel overseas. She meets Kim Jin Hyuk, played by Park Bo Gum. Also known as Bubblegum, don't ask. Um, a free-spirited young soul on her travels. Despite their differences, they are undeniably drawn to each other. Will the two find true love, true love among their differences? Encounter is a 2018 South Korean drama directed by Park Shin Woo. He also directed Angel Eyes, High Jekyll Me, and Jealousy Incarnate. Yes, and you stole my nickname for Park Bogum. I know. I like to call him Bubblegum or Bubblegummy, just because when you say his name, it just makes me think of Bubblegum, and he's so sweet and cute and cuddly. That's why I like said, candy. That's why I said don't ask, because yeah. she's going to clarify it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're actually pretty curious about Encounter, especially since it's been a while since we've seen Song Haiko on the small screen. The last time was with Song Jun ki in Descendants of the Sun, which we now know they're married. So this is her uh, first drama since that one ended and since she got married. So I'm looking forward to seeing her chemistry together. Also, Park Bogum is also really great. And it's been a little while, not quite as long, since we've seen him in a drama as well. And when it was announced that those two were going to star in this drama, I was actually really curious because it was a combination that I really never thought of. But kind of the more that I sat and thought about it, it kind of seemed like an intriguing combination. So I'm hoping that the story and the chemistry and everything works to their advantage and plays up their strengths. Now, Tiff, what do you think of the plot line, judged on the little bit that we have researched? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. You know, we have a woman who seems to be quite annoyed with her life being prearranged by everyone, and then she wants to find someone that... Well, she's not even, from what I understand, she's not even looking for another person since she just got divorced, but it seems that uh, this more relaxed individual could really help her with 
I guess, her own personal struggles and that they somehow mesh. I don't know. But it sounds like it could be really cute. And, I don't know, definitely give it a try. Yeah. My only potential concern at this moment is, like, the initial synopsis kind of sounded a bit standard. Like, Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of um, other dramas with main characters who are from a very... A famous and wealthy political family, or even they're a chable heir to a big conglomerate corporation. And we see that the family doesn't agree with the way that they want to live their lives. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that there is some solid writing to kind of freshen up that plot line a bit. And I am curious about... Uh, Park Bogum, I saw his long, floppy hairstyle, very, like, bohemian, hippie kind of-esque. So I'm curious what his character is actually like, because it sounds like he's kind of going to be very kind of laid back and a very casual person, so there it seems like a very different style in characters. So them finding love, I'm curious if the story is actually going to be based in Seoul or... Because it sounds like from the synopsis that she's actually traveling at the time. So she's, I don't know if she's out of the country necessarily traveling. But I'm curious where they meet and how that works. And if our story actually takes place area or if we're going to come back to a, to a main popular area such as Seoul and such. So pretty much as of now, those are... My main thoughts, looks like pretty long episodes. I think when I looked, weren't they a little bit over like an hour? I think I said mm-hmm. a piece. So it's definitely a long one. So if you have the time, I probably wouldn't want to binge watch this all at one time. I'd probably want to catch it while it's airing, especially when you have a full hour and seven to ten odd minutes. Because that could be a lot to work with. Tiff, did you have anything else to add on Encounter? No, that was pretty much it. All right, so do we want... We can move on to the second drama that we were curious about. Mm-hmm. Which was Memories of Alhambra. This is starring Hyunbin and Park shin And new episodes air every Saturday on Netflix. The first episode actually aired yesterday, December 1st, on both TVN and Netflix. The writer Song Jae-jung also wrote, wrote the screenplays for Coffee House and W. And while I have yet to see Coffee House yet, which I already know is a huge travesty, because that was a very, very popular drama, I can attest that there was strong writing and character development in W. So I'm hoping that will transfer over to Memories of Alhambra. Now the director on Gilho, the first drama he ever directed was Rooftop Prince, which was also Tiff's first K-drama, mm-hmm. which we enjoyed very thoroughly and had so much fun with that and loved the directing of it. Mm-hmm. We were just talking before we recorded how much we always think back to the scene where... Um, the, the group of them are all in their fun little different colored tracksuits and they're in the elevator 
and they're all changing and the door opens and there's all these people like staring at them in horror and they're like <laughs> frozen and so mortified and then the door closes I just always think of that as like one of the really comedic moments from that drama. So I'm actually, once I did research and found out that he was the director, I was actually a bit more curious. Um, Now the synopsis of Memories of Alhambra is while looking for the cryptic creator of an innovative augmented reality game, an investment firm executive meets a woman who runs a hostel in Spain. Now, um, Hyunbin hasn't had the best track record with dramas. After he got back from his mandatory enlistment, he starred in Hijekel Me, which that drama didn't fare too well. It wasn't that great. I didn't watch it, but just based upon the reviews and ratings, it just kind of wasn't a good choice for his comeback drama. Uh, that said, um, Park shin I also mentioned this on a post yesterday or the day before on the blog that sometimes she's kind of a take-it-or-leave-it actress for me. Sometimes her acting can be kind of a bit stiff and artificial, and I just really don't like her kiss scenes for the most part. Now, as she's gotten older, they've gotten a little better, but still the kind of whole wide-eyed, kind of like fish mouth, unresponsive kissing, just is like always hard for me to get by in her dramas. Otherwise, I think her acting for the most part is okay. Not super amazing, but I kind of am, am curious to what she can see here, especially from the trailer that I saw. Um, as for as far as the plot itself, definitely seems kind of like fantasy and sci-fi geared with this augmented reality game. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to play in and actually fit into the story. What do you think, Tiff? Yeah, see, my biggest thing is if he's meeting a woman who's running a hostel in Spain, are they actually going to... Uh, film scenes in Spain or is it that he meets this woman in South Korea and she just mentions that she runs a hostel in Spain my main thing is like are they going to be using English if like they were over in Spain or are they going to try to use Spanish I'm just a little concerned (laughs) but also like I I don't know like if this investment firm executive is looking for the cryptic creator of this innovative augmented reality game like how are they gonna mix like normal reality of like people and then have this game like are they actually gonna show scenes on this game i mean why does he even want to look for this cryptic creator does he want to invest in the game something like i'm just really more curious like what's really gonna be going on because this little sentence is not doing it for me (laughs) Yeah, and that was actually the blurb from Netflix, which I know. leaves a lot to be desired. So let me see if I can actually pull up a more complete synopsis that might actually tell us a little more. Yeah, because depending yeah. on like a little more details, and I can tell whether or not I would find it good or not. So I pulled the synopsis from my drama list. So we got some more to work with. Okay. So Memories of the Alhambra tells the unique and suspenseful love story of Yoo Jin-woo and Jung Hee-joo. Strong-spirited Yoo Jin-woo is the CEO of an investment company 
with a degree in engineering and a knack for developing video games. He has an adventurous and competitive spirit. Suffering after his best friend betrays him, he takes a business trip to Granada, Spain, in search of the mysterious inventor of an innovative augmented reality video game. He ends up at a hostel that Jung Hiju owns. Hiju is a former classical guitarist who came to Spain to further her studies. After the death of her parents, she takes on various jobs to support herself, including running the old hostel. They are both drawn into a series of strange and unexpected events. Now, that was definitely more complete. It was a, a little more information to go off of. Oh, yeah. Immensely more. Um, so, with the new details, it does sound more interesting. Especially curious um, that why his... Uh, best friend betrays him probably for money that's how it usually goes probably he since uh, that guy likes to develop games he probably stole the guy the main character's ideas or sold it to another company and all that yucky stuff so it kind of seems like since he has a a degree in engineering and a knack for developing video games seems like he might be on the hunt in spain for this um, augmented reality video game to possibly develop. Yeah, to so maybe he can get money. That's how that goes. Because I'm thinking, if his best friend betrayed him, did he like take all the money and run and like leave him bankrupt? Or he I said before took whatever idea he was of the game he was developing and then sold it to another company and therefore stole all his intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Which we've seen that unfortunately happened before. Mm-hmm. So that might be what it is. And um, so it sounds like he's actually in Granada. So now again, are they just going to use English for when it's supposed to be Spanish speaking? Are we actually going to hear Spanish speakers? I'm just really curious. I mean, I'm not the world's greatest Spanish speaker, but I do speak enough that if they really butcher it, I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I like to see like the true filming will they actually go to spain or are they going to like make a fake spain in a a filming lot i'm just curious because it'd be nice if we actually could see mm-hmm. real spanish architecture and the culture i've always wanted to go to madrid so yeah or we're also there anyway but yeah like i always wanted to go to spain but i'm afraid of flying so <laughs> yeah so i mean that sounds like it could be interesting and like, they're having an adventure with it. Like, what if, like, this augmented reality game, like, they actually can plug themselves in, like, the Matrix or something? Yeah. Or was it the Matrix? Or was it, like, Giant Mnemonic? I'm trying to think. Plugging in. I don't know. But anyway, like, that'd be kind of cool. But hopefully they can do it in a tasteful, believable way and not, like, have it go, like, off the rails and, like, really far out and yeah freak you out. Especially it's- since it's, like, sci-fi and fantasy-esque. It's going to take some element of world building mm-hmm. since it's augmented virtual uh, uh augmented reality mm-hmm. i'm just hoping that it doesn't like get corny or that the cgi is really bad like when you're taking it you know, where you're having actual reality and then you're mixing it with virtual reality or you know fake reality then it's like how do you mix it so that it's not too outlandish i'm just curious yeah, and one thing I didn't check to see if this was actually pre-produced or if it's um, being filmed currently. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I didn't check. So the good thing is if it is pre-produced, they're usually much higher quality and definitely more complete and less having to cut edges with bad CGI and all that junk. Like Descendants of the Sun was pre-produced, for example. 
Yeah, well, being that this is on Netflix, I would imagine it would have to have better quality. I'm not saying that all Netflix shows have fantastic quality. I've watched some pretty bad stuff, but I'm hoping that it will have a higher standard of quality than if it were just plainly on a different network or on a non-streaming platform. So the next one we have is called My Strange Hero. It's starring Yu Seung Ho and Joe Bo Ah. This drama begins airing Monday, December 10th on SBS. This will be a Monday and Tuesday drama. Two episodes will be airing per week for a total of 32 episodes. So that's 30, try that again, 16 weeks, give or take. Yep. Tiff can't do math today. Anyway, they're gonna be shorter episodes. What do to keep this in mind? We're looking at about 35 minutes in length. It is directed by Hom Jun Ho, who has only previously directed for Walk of Love, aka Greasy Mellow. Andrea will have to explain what that means. Yes. And it's written by Kim Yoon Young. And Andrea's couldn't find anything about her. Google Foo was failing her on it. So if anyone does know anything about Kim Yoon Young that has anything they've written, let her know or us. Yeah, because. I absolutely couldn't find anything. I mean, I didn't go super deep into searching, but I don't know. This could be this person's first. Like, major one? It could yeah. be. And Andrew's so. pretty good at her Google Foo, so if she can't find it, that means you really gotta look <laughs> for it. We're in trouble, yeah. Um, so the plot line is when Kang Bok-soo was a high school student, he was falsely accused of committing violence, and he was kicked out of school. This was caused by his first love, Son Tzu Jung, and a male student, Oh Se Ho. Kung Bok Su is now an adult, and his life is messed up. He returns to school as a teacher, intent on seeking revenge. However, he encounters unexpected circumstances. So, this is obviously going to be one of those revenge plot things in the beginning. Obviously, he's very angry about being kicked out of school. It doesn't say if he never graduated from a school. I don't know if they have an equivalent of a GED over in South Korea. Um, obviously, he's very angry at the girl that he really liked and a male student. Perhaps that the girl and the male student were lovers or they were just jerks. I don't know. And now our main character, Kang Bok Su, the teacher. So the question is, he returns to the school as a teacher was getting revenge. Does this mean that the girl and that boy student are also teachers or on the, like, the faculty? Because if they're not there, then what's the point of going back to school for revenge unless he wants to get revenge on the faculty members that kicked him out of school? That's very true. And... Could go either way. <laughs> exactly. Like, I've read some plots in manga where they've had adult characters go back to school and they want revenge. And usually it means that either the object of their rage is working there or like they go there because they want to make themselves feel better and become all great teachers and maybe their people they're want to revenge against have children and therefore he's going to uh revisit the sins of the parents upon the children i don't know but and then it says that he encounters unexpected circumstances well what does that mean Yeah, keeping it very vague. Yeah, I mean, I... to really have to guess here. Like, what happens? Did, like, the bad guy and girl all of a sudden become nice people? Does he meet someone that says, Oh, young Padawan, you should not go on this dark path. I don't know. (laughs) 
that's all we really know. Um, I'm trying to think here. No, uh, just to backtrack, as Tiff was um, talking about earlier, um, Walk of Love was a, a drama from earlier this year, and the other name that it was known by was Greasy Mellow. So that might make more sense to you now, Tiff. But why was it called Greasy Mellow? That was just one of the other names. This was also a uh, culinary drama where the main character is a chef. Mm-hmm. So what, it's like short for Greasy Melodrama? <laughs> I guess something like that. When I can get the greasy know. part. It was the mellow part that like, mm-hmm. I was a little confused about. <laughs> like that, you know, you, you have to deal with grease when you're cooking in a kitchen. I worked dietary. Let me tell you the grease I saw. <laughs> yeah. I personally preferred the, the walk of love. Yeah, that sounds Title cuter. a little more. So yeah, he was like a, a chef that uh, specializes in like Chinese cuisine. Mm, I'm hungry. And, yeah, that drama <laughs> made me really, really hungry. I'm hungry now. I still have yet, yet to finish it because I sort of fell into a, a little bit of a slump, so... I'm kind of hoping that the the directing and writing is a little little tighter in um, My Strange Hero, so it it keeps me a little more interested than Walk of Love did. Not that Walk of Love was bad. There was just some silly nonsense and stuff dragged out and little side plots that I really didn't give two hoot nannies about. So other than that, My Strange Hero could be pretty good. I mean, I like Yu Sung-ho and Joe Boa. I'm so excited to see her back because what um, happened was the first drama I ever saw her in was uh, Shut Up Flower Boy Band or Shut Up and Let's Go, depending on on which version you know it by. And that was my first experience with her. One of kind of my early days of dramas back in 2014, I think. It may have been the f- within the first couple of like high school age dramas I watched, and I enjoyed her in that. And then when we had Surplus uh, Princess with the the mermaid, and I was always really burned and mad when the network dropped that series and they had to wrap it up in like 10 episodes and we find out this by it was like episode six or seven so everything was kind of all thrown together and really rushed and I was always so mad that such a good story got shortchanged so I'm really hoping that we don't see that kind of situation happen with my strange hero hopefully the writing is good the directing is good the acting is good the Hopefully the plot isn't like a hot mess, especially because these revenge stories, it it doesn't exactly scream originality. You mm-hmm. see a lot of variations of these revenge plot lines. So how is it actually going to be presented and executed is my big question. But I do like our actor and actress starring in this. So I'm I'm hopeful it'll be worth looking into. Tiff and I probably won't start this one first because we have, um, we are currently watching uh, Love Alert and I have a bunch of other things on my list like When Time Stopped and I'm finishing up a Chinese drama Across the Ocean to See You as well. So I've got to finish up some stuff before I take on any of these newbies. All right. Do you have anything else to add for My Strange Hero? No, I do not. We may proceed to our final one then. All right. So the last drama that we're going to talk about 
is called Coffee, Do Me a Favor. And this is actually a Vicky original series. The director is Park Suchel. We're not really familiar with any of the dramas and specials he has previously directed. I looked into it and nothing jumped out at me as anything that I've heard of or even watched for that matter. Um, and the same thing for the writers. We have Leonian and uh, Sobora. It looks like they don't have any previous experience either, um, but they are listed for 2019 for Love Alarm. So it kind of seems like this is a cast full of like newbies and unknowns, which can be mean this could be a hidden gem or it could be a train wreck. Now I will get into the synopsis. Lee Soulby has a huge crush on her boss, Lim Hyunwoo. One day, she drinks a cup of magical coffee that changes her appearance. Lee Soulby introduces herself as Ogu Woon, a close friend of Lee Soulby, and goes to work instead. Lim Hyunwoo knows that these two women look nothing alike, but he can't shake the feeling Ogu Woon reminds him of Lee Soulby. Will Lee Soulby be able to keep her secret crush before her crush finds out the truth? Now, uh, Coffee Do Me a Favor, as I said, is a 2018 Vicky original, and I am not familiar with Kim Min Young or her previous work. I said I'm a little familiar with uh, Young Jun Hyung from the drama Monster, which I watched early in my drama days in like 2014. That was a little like high school music drama. And he's a member of the K-pop boy band Highlight. So as I said, for the most part, pretty like unknowns and unfamiliars. And as I've only seen Young Jun Hyung in one drama, it's really hard to judge acting ability especially because I haven't seen that one in years. And it wasn't the greatest drama. It was kind of a a fun music high school drama. Nothing too memorable. But as far as as the plot line, it's, it's a little out there. And especially because we're talking about the main character, Lee Sulby, drinking this magical cup of coffee. And all of a sudden she transforms from this, you know chubby plain Jane to like this beautiful like supermodel person so of course this is definitely fantasy geared so you're going to have to suspend belief to get through this one and and also it's kind of sad because uh sounds like we're definitely going to do with deal with like self-esteem issues with appearances and whether you are larger or you are thin, there's definitely going to be that. So this is kind of more of a comedy. So I'm hoping that it kind of really doesn't make a complete joke out of a serious topic, especially because there are so many people that have low self-esteem, especially with their own appearance. So I'm kind of hoping that underlined that there is a good message to write home about at the end of the day that you know hopefully she loves and accepts herself for the way that she is i mean we can't guarantee how it's going to go because we have no idea what the writers have in mind so now i'm just kind of curious to see her interact with her boss who is this uh 
webtoonist. So what do you think, Tiff? What's your impressions? All right. Well, looking over it, I could tell that she drinks just one cup of this magical coffee. So from what I'm understanding, it's not going to be an instance where she drinks this cup of coffee, it works for a couple hours, and then wears off, she has to drink more. So the question is, how long is this magical cup of coffee going to last? So I'm also reading that, um, see here, that as the new persona she goes to work instead, does that mean that the original character is like missing from work or calls off sick and instead her new persona is going to her job? I'm a little confused about that. Yeah, because it, it kind of seems like, this, uh, cause, well, we know that she introduces herself, herself as, a new- as a close friend of the original person and goes to work instead for her. So that poses the question, kind of what do they say the reason she's not going to work and mm-hmm. why this person is taking her place? Exactly. So I'm just trying to have some type of reality rooted in this. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to get a little idea of what's going on before I make any real decisions. So before looking over this, it seems like this is basically a first attempt by the writers. And did you say you've seen any of the um, actual actors, actresses and anything? Yeah, I have seen the actor. Okay. Young Jun Hyung. Okay. And that was a few years ago. And like I said, he was played a high school character mm-hmm. and he was a musician so he is also a member of the the k-pop boy band highlight okay so i'm, I'm not sure because this is going to be an idol drama so i'm so i'm not really sure what his acting range is like especially because i think he's been in a total of three dramas including this one okay so basically yeah. this is almost we could say a newbie type of thing where a lot of inexperienced individuals are coming together and they're trying this out. So this is one of those where it could be quite fun or it could be really, really bad. So I'm not gonna come up with a, oh yes, it's gonna be great or oh, it's gonna be bad. This is more of a watch and see type of thing, I think. And usually in K-drama land as the rule of thumb, if you can make it through the first four episodes, you'll really know whether or not it's worth continuing on. Of course, sometimes the first episode can be such an utter disaster that you can't make it beyond that point. Yeah, I've had a couple experiences where I didn't even make it 20 minutes into the first episode. I'm like, this is terrible. I can't do it. So this is one of those, except for wait and see type of things where you don't know which way is going to go. And of course... It is a Vicky original, so we have to take into consideration that it's probably not going to have the budget that you might see in some of our other Mm K-dramas by the main networks, like SBS and such. So it poses the question exactly what kind of quality drama are we going to be looking at here? Because to be fair, I've watched some true Vicky originals that were horrible. And when I say horrible, I mean, I I gave up and I stopped watching because it was a complete disaster. And that was a nice way to say it. And let me tell you, I'm not someone who gives up easily on drama. So a little bit of hesitation knowing that it's a Vicky original, but kind of maybe hopeful that this is kind of like crazy plot line, but maybe might be able to work and be charming and fun. But just as I said earlier, I 
don't want it to make fun of people with self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. I don't want people watching this drama and then coming out of it feeling even worse about themselves. Yeah. That would just completely suck. It would. (laughs) Because I myself am not the uh, thinnest individual, so I don't think I want to watch something that's going to make me feel crapper than I already am. All right, so I believe we have reached the end of our podcast. Uh, Any closing remarks? Just to note, this isn't all of the dramas that are airing in December of 2018. We just picked four of them that we were skimming through, did some research, and kind of pulled the ones that kind of were intriguing in some elements. So whether or not we try all of these, there is no guarantee. But we just kind of wanted to share our thoughts on a few of them, as well as kind of synopsises and who's in it and what other kind of dramas they've been in or who has directed and written for previous dramas, just to have a feel before you go into something to know. So I can't, we can't go in here and wholeheartedly recommend that any are going to be amazing. Now, it sounds like Encounters probably pretty good and definitely going to be high quality. I would even say Memories of Alhambra, as Tiff was saying, especially being on on Netflix, it might uh, skew towards uh, drama with better quality. I mean, as for the other two, we don't really know. So at this point, lots of unknowns. But I guess if I had to pick a drama at this point, after all the research, I'm pretty curious about Memories of Alhambra and how the whole thing is actually going to work and where is it going to be set. Mm-hmm. It just seems different from the typical dramas and the, the same with uh, the coffee drama as well. That is a, a bit different than some things we've seen before. But I don't know. I would, I would say Memories of Alhambra, actually researching this... I'm actually feeling a little better about it than I was initially. So there, at least I think we we picked a few good choices to talk about. Mm-hmm. Tiff, did you have any final thoughts on which one picked your curiosity the most or which one you'll do a hard pass on? Well, looking through these four, the tablet computer's really slow. Um, I do find that encounters should be really cute, I think. You know how, like, one type of personality type means a different one, and then it's kind of adorable after a while. However, who knows? Um, with Memories of Alhambra, uh, that one has me still a little leery, because I'm trying to figure out how they're going to mix this guy's game. Well, I don't think they're actually going to have the game itself play. At first, I thought maybe they are actually going to get into, like, game land. But looking over it and really thinking, I think it's just mostly looking for the actual creator. But that could be cool. I'm just really worried about how they're going to portray Spain. Being that, you know, South Korea and Spain are very different countries with very different cultures. Mm -hmm. And especially if they don't spend any time filming anything in Spain, it's Mm -hmm. going to be kind of tough to pull it off. Yeah, because Spain is a very unique country. Mm -hmm. And even trying to fake it on a film lot, I just don't know how that's going to go. I mean, I think if they get, like, a lot of, like, the principal photography and get some good shots 
of areas, they may be able to pull off some of the content if they had to kind of film elsewhere. But it's kind of tough because Korea has very different architecture to Spain. So Mm -hmm. that's another thing, the believability. So I guess we'll see if once we check out an episode, if it is actually in Spain or if it's kind of a fake Spain. Yeah, fake Spain. Uh, With My Strange Hero, the revenge plot thing has me concerned. How is he going to get revenge? Especially in a school. And there's children there. I mean, what on earth could you do to get revenge while there are children involved? You can't pull off shenanigans. This is not a manga where you can pull off things that... You can't pull off in reality. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. And then with Coffee, do me a favor. I think Andrea has really reiterated. I'm concerned about the message that they're sending out about a person's personality and physical appearance. That does have me concerned as well. Is it just going to lightly glaze over that? Or are they really going to hit home that the main character really does not like herself for herself? And that with this new persona of herself... That is played by a different actress, which is a good thing. You don't want, like, where an actress, like, puts on a fat suit and then all of a sudden just drops the fat suit and all of a sudden it's, you know, sexy and pretty. I like that they actually have two very distinctly different individuals. But yes, so I'm concerned about that. But it could be funny. It could be fun. I don't know. So a little concerned about that. If anything I want to watch, I said before, Encounter sounds pretty good. I would give an opportunity to Memories of Alhambra. The last two are iffy for me. And now... We shall end. If you made this far, we must have done something right. Thank you for watching and supporting our podcast, which is hosted by Castos. If anyone has any suggestions for future segments or recommendations for other shows to watch, please feel free to leave us a comment on the blog. It started with a kdrama.com. If you have the time, please also take a moment to rate this podcast and leave us comments. We are available through Castos, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Until next time, Annyeong! Annyeong! Okay, so I had a couple of fails while filming the intro, so without further ado, here you go, enjoy, there is one curse word, please proceed with caution. Welcome to Weekend in Drama Land, the official podcast of It Started with a KDrama.com. We are dedicated Asian drama lovers that are ready to spread our wings and bring our love for dramas to a whole new media platform. Son of a bitch. (laughs) They're with me this time. (laughs) Let's try that all over again. Welcome to Weekend in Drama Land, the official podcast of its (laughs) I can't even look at you now because you're making me laugh. This is so bad. Fail, fail. Okay, take three.